0: Welcome to the Detailing Business Class Podcast, Episode 10. Should you start as a mobile detailer or work out of your garage or get a shop? Coming up. And welcome back to another episode. Here we're going to talk about should you be a mobile detailer or should you work out of your home garage or perhaps maybe get another physical location where you're paying rent and all that jazz. Now, I've always said this, I'm going to keep on saying it, i made YouTube videos on it, I think I have a few blog posts, i made emails about it, but when you're first getting started, I highly, 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 highly encourage you to go as a mobile detailer. Even if you do have your own home garage, even if you are able to um, get clients to go to your location, wherever that may be, starting off, I do recommend that you go as a mobile detailer. That's because you're going to be able to have more flexibility and you're going to be able to service more customers if you're able to go to them when you're first getting started versus them coming to you. So I know it's super cool. It sounds amazing. It sounds super fun. Like all these cool things that you have your own shop or you work out of your garage, meaning like, you know, you control the environment. They come to you. You can work there. Like it's your surrounding, your environment. Trust me. I know it, 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 it sounds amazing. But... The reality is, when you're first getting started, it's gonna be slow. Okay, so if you're thinking about, oh, should I go get a shop? Okay, you're gonna have fixed expenses with a shop location, right? Like, let's say you're actually gonna you're gonna go scope out some areas to see what are some good, you know, what's what's the going rate on, you know, whatever uh, an 800 square foot shop in your area. Okay, well, you have a fixed cost from the very get go, right? So let's say you do acquire, you you do start paying rent. To a shop, okay, so every month a minimum you have to make at least let's just say it's eight hundred bucks a month to stay in that shop and on top of that you know think about the water if that's included think about the power think about like maybe some security cameras like think about all of that so like from month one or since whenever you go and acquire that shop uh to start you know renting it out you already have at least let's say a thousand let, let's just keep it super conservative let's say you have a thousand dollars in over overhead every single month so every single month regardless if it's raining if it's snowing if you have a headache if you're a full-time student part-time student full-time job part-time job no regardless of what the situation is you have to you have to generate at least a thousand dollars a month to keep the lights on that's not paying yourself that's not reinvesting into your business for more tools and products, more knowledge, more whatever. That's simply just keeping the lights on. Again, and that's not bad, but when you're first starting, that's definitely not some, that's not the financial pressure that you want to put on yourself when you're first getting started. Whereas if you start mobile, and starting mobile, I mean you start mobile with your personal vehicle, you can just start going now. Meaning, if there's a customer that's 15 minutes away, you just drive over there and work there. If they're 30 minutes away, you just drive there and work there. So, there's no cost associated with being a mobile detailer if you already have a personal vehicle. Now, you might be saying, well, Oscar, I have a Honda Civic. I have a Toyota Corolla. Like, I I can't do it there. Well, you know, know, uh, I've seen a lot of detailers more and more. That are being able to that are able to um, put all their gear and supplies in a sedan, in a coupe, to service customers. So if you're trying to justify on why you really need a shop or why you need a van, trust me, you're gonna come up with a valid reason, quote unquote, valid reason for yourself that you should go get a van, or you should go get another vehicle, or you should go get a shop. Like you can easily validate that, yeah, you know what, I should wait. I should hold on a little bit until I'm able to afford that van or until I can upgrade this or upgrade that. You're going to easily justify that to yourself. But if you choose to be mobile, which I encourage, which I recommend for years now, if you decide to go mobile, you can immediately start servicing customers and in 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 a wider service area. Meaning like, you know, when's the last time that, let's say like you're looking for pizza, right? Are you willing to drive, you know, 20 plus miles for a pizza Mm, probably not now you definitely could like i would there's a a pizza shop that i really like that's like 25 miles away but and they only have like two three locations aside from that but let's say that's you know typically speaking you're not gonna really be willing to drive 25 miles because why there's pizza shops on every corner I can guarantee you before you hit that 25-mile mark, there's going to be like a dozen different piece of options, okay? So as being a mobile detailer, you're able to take away that obstacle of, oh, I do want to get my vehicle serviced by you, but, oh, you're 15 miles away, you're 20 miles away, you're whatever, 35 miles away. But if you drive to the customer, you eliminate that hurdle and you're able to go to them. And that means that you're able to have a wider service area because now you're not... You know, a customer, will a customer drive to you if you're 15 miles away? Sure. 20 miles away? Sure. 25? Uh, I don't know. 30? Ooh, that's getting kind of bad. 35, 40, you know, it just, the further you are from the customer, the less likely they are to drive to you, especially in the beginning phase. Trust me, once you build the brand equity and you have the reviews and you have the word of mouth and you have the referrals and your marketing, they'll, they'll drive to you if you're doing everything else right. But when you're first getting started your name's not known. They don't know who you are. Like, your prices are really cheap. So, they're, they're kind of questioning quality. They, Whatever the case may be, you don't have that brand equity to say, hey, yeah, I really want to drive that far to get my car serviced by that person. Not yet. So, that's why being mobile is very, very beneficial because, hey, if it's if they're five miles away, easy, you go to them. If they're 15 miles away, easy, you go to them. If they're 25 miles away, easy, you go to them. So, there is no real excuse on, like, in terms of distance, on why you can't service that customer because you're going to them and they're not coming to you, which is a benefit, not only in the distance being driven or just driving in in general, but more so that it is a convenience to the customer. So now we're layering a second benefit to being mobile is that one, again, one, it's a fixed cost. There's no fixed cost, right? Because you already have your vehicle. You're already paying whatever payment that you're doing on, on your vehicle. And then two, the customer does not have to go to you because you drive to the customer and that makes it a convenience. That make, you're, you're literally saving them time. And remember, as us, and, and this goes to literally any business, not just detailers, but, you know, we're detailers here, so that's, so that's what I'm referring to. But as a detailer, okay, when someone books, uh, when, when you book someone and when someone hires you to clean their vehicle, to detail their vehicle, to do whatever, you're a to-do list on someone else's schedule, Okay. You're a to-do list. So for you, as a detailer that's starting your business, that's looking to get started, that's super excited and pumped to get things going, when you get a customer, you know, you're 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 just you're excited. You're ready to go. You want you wanna be the best that you can. You wanna be able to do the best detail that you can. You wanna be able to to just, you know, you're gonna focus all day. You're gonna prep the, the night before, you're gonna go over your steps, you're gonna double check your work, you're gonna Make sure that that you're going to do all this this work to make sure that the customer is going to be happy and satisfied. But on the customer's end, on the other side of that coin, the customer's saying, yeah, I have someone coming over at 10 a.m. tomorrow. And that's all they're worried about. So if you as a mobile detailer can offer that benefit, that convenience to say, yeah, your day is easier because we drive to you and you don't have to worry about traffic, about getting stuck in line, about waiting like we come to you, that's an added benefit. And it's very important to keep that in mind is that you are just a to-do list on someone's schedule. So with being a mobile detailer, you just you help someone else's day become that much easier that they don't have to worry about it because you're going to come to them. Now, you might be saying, okay, well, if I am mobile, but it rains a lot over here or it's, it gets cold. So, yes, a shop does help with the weather, meaning like, if it does rain and you have a shop, well, you can still work out of the shop. If it's really cold, you can put a heater in there. If it's, you know, whatever the, whatever weather it is, if you have a shop, you can work around it. Right. But that means now that it's on the customer to get to your location for that service. So, and it, not that this is like a, a right or wrong thing, but this is just a nuance you have to keep in mind. So, If you do have a shop and it's raining, you can have the car in the shop and you work as normal because you have a shop. If you're mobile, not always, but sometimes if there's no garage, if there's no shade, if there's no overhead, like no tents or anything to keep you dry, then you can't work on the vehicle. But let's say it's like, so, you know, think about this uh, uh, like your local scenarios in terms of the weather. But let's say it is raining hard. Let's say it is really cold. Let's say, um, you know, there's... um, projections of thunderstorms or whatever the customer now is the one that has to jump through those hurdles to get to you so if it's raining really bad if, if it's if it says it's gonna rain really bad tomorrow right let's say there's an 80 percent chance of rain and you're saying well you know i have a shop so i'll still be able to take care of it but the customer might be like oh it's gonna rain tomorrow i don't want to be in that much um and that much rain I'm just going to call the the detailer and reschedule. That can also happen. So don't think just because you have a shop, it's an automatically, you're automatically uh, cleared from weather conditions because you're not. That's still going to be an obstacle you have to overcome. Granted, there's plenty of other things that you can do uh, to mitigate that problem. But just because you have a shop does not mean that you're absolutely cleared from any weather conditions. And on that same note, if you are a mobile detailer, and there is, like, let's say rain, there's still ways to work around that, okay? You can still work out of their garage. You can still do the interior, maybe not the exterior. There's still things that you can do that can mitigate the weather being impactful to you. And the next thing I want to add to that is that if you do have a shop location and you are paying a monthly rent, if that customer doesn't come through, you still have to pay rent from, you know, for that month, regardless of how busy you are or, or or if your schedule is impacted because of the weather. Whereas if you are mobile and you're working out of your personal vehicle, well, then there is, you know, whether someone cancels, reschedules or, or you just don't have any work you aren't, you don't have a fixed overhead to deal with, which is, again, it just, you don't want that unnecessary financial pressure when you're first starting. And that's, that's probably the primary thing I do want to get at is that like, it's, it's the financial pressure that you don't want to hold you down. So, and there will be people that would be like, well, if I invest in this, uh, it'll, it'll force me to work better and to be successful, which I guess if you want to play that card, sure. But if you really wanted to win, you would have that, you would have that same mentality with being a mobile detailer and regardless of whatever financial situation that you put yourself in, you would still strive to do the best that you can every single day regardless if you went shop or if you're mobile. But if you're mobile based and the weather seems to be a problem, there, there are still going to be workarounds around that. And if you have a shop, there's still going to be things that are going to get in the way that are going to mess up your schedule. And the rent for a shop is still going to be due on the first of every month. So... It's not just to say like, oh, well, if I have a shop, I'll be cleared and yad, yad, yad. No, like there's, there's gonna be nuances to each one every single time. But starting off, when you, no one knows your name, when no one knows your brand, when you don't have any customers, when you don't have any reviews, when you're still learning, you're still trying to get experience, you don't know your pricing, you don't know what all you're servicing, you're still trying to find your footing with your business and your customers, going mobile is the ideal route. And think about it like this. Like if you're a mobile detailer, and you go to someone's home location, you're basically working out of like as if it was in your own garage, right? Like if you go to a customer location and you're working in their garage, what difference is it? There's going to be differences, but like it's still fundamentally fundamentally the same thing where you're in a garage, it's in a controlled environment and you just work. Like you could just you just take what you have from your garage and you go to your customer's location and you get the job done. So and I personally, for me, I enjoy being mobile just because you get to see, you know, you just get to drive around a bit more. You see things, you, you see your city or your town or wherever you are. You get to see more about like, you know, just, just you just go through two more neighborhoods, some more areas, some more buildings, some more homes. Um, so so th- I wouldn't really put this as like a this is why you have to go mobile, but it is just an added benefit, of driving around your town and seeing different areas and different neighborhoods just just to kind of change up the scenery every single time because if you are out of working at your home garage or or you get a shop it's like you literally see the same thing over and over and, I, and again there's nothing wrong with that like you know I always think about getting my own shop and it's not like it's not like that what it would would pause me from making that decision but if you just wanna you know, if you just wanna see like if you just wanna add another benefit to being mobile is that you get to drive around more and just kind of see your city, your town, your neighborhood, your whatever more than if you just kept on working out of your garage. That's just another thing that you can look at for you know, for being mobile. So ask yourself like if you are looking to get started and you're saying, Well, should I be shop? Should I work out of the garage? Or should I be mobile? If are are you deciding which which route to take because you think one will make you more successful, one will make you seem more professional. Like is that why you're debating if you should go mobile or shop? Because regardless of which decision you make, it's not gonna really be the end all decision. Okay, so if you're like, okay, well, I could get a shop or I could rent out a bay at my uncle's shop and I can work from there. Regardless of what decision you do make, it's not gonna be. A make it or a make it or break it decision. It's not going to be like this one decision will alter my future forever. Don't think about it like that. Like if you go mobile, you're just taking your equipment and tools and you're going to the customer's location and then back to your house. That's it. If you're going with a shop, if you're working at a garage or let's say at your home garage, then you're just keeping everything there and you have customers coming to you. Okay. At any point in time, you can change it. If after three months it's like, okay, this mobile thing, I don't really like it. It's not really for me. I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm just not. It's just not a good fit for me. Okay, switch it up to being shop based and see how that goes. If you're shop based and you're like, man, you know, a lot of these customers are saying they they would come with me, they would come with me, but. You know, I'm too far or they don't have a ride back after they drop off their vehicle and I don't want to drive them back. Well, then, you know, switch up to being mobile. So don't think that you can't change your decision just because you do it for now. Okay, like like I know this is like why I recommend to be mobile versus a shop, but just know that you're not stuck to this one decision once you make it, you're able to adapt and to change given your circumstance. And there's not, again, like you're not going to have a perfect answer. There's going to be times where you're shot based and someone's like, oh, you're too far. Oh, I don't have a ride back. And you're like, oh, man, it sucks. Like it would have been good to be mobile. And then there's going to be times when you're mobile and you're gonna, and the and the weather's, weather's going to get in the way. Or you're working and you're working like in a super like not ideal environment where like there's no space, it's super hot, and, like the concrete is all cracked, like and, and things just aren't going in your way. You're gonna have good and bad experiences with each one. So just definitely keep that in mind because you're not stuck to one choice. You can switch it up. And if you want to, why not do both if you really wanted to? Like if you have a home garage and you can have some vehicles come up to you to your location and some details you charge a bit more or you charge like a, a flat rate or whatever the case may be, but you can have vehicles come to you and also you can go to them if you're able to do that. If you have that situation set up for you where you have a home garage or if you have a physical location, like... Things will change as you go along in your journey, and it's okay to change with it. That's all I'm trying to say here. And I always have to repeat this, but you don't need a super fancy, new, professional-looking vehicle in order to go and service customers as a mobile detailer. Trust me, you don't need to go and look for a new van. You don't need to think about getting a paint job for your vehicle. You don't need to worry about like getting it wrapped immediately. No, you, you really don't need any of that. You just need a vehicle to transport you and your gear from point A to point B. When I started, I had a 2003 Toyota Matrix XRS lowered on some coils on some super cheap like XXR wheels, and no one cared. The the, the my hood, my carbon fiber cheap hood, was chipping away on some edges. My paint was not polished to perfection. Uh, I had a little bit of rust here and there on the fenders because of um, just because of my wheel setup. So I didn't have the perfect setup. It wasn't wrapped in my in my business information. Like th- there was none of that. It was just my the vehicle that I my personal vehicle that I used that would get me to point A to point B for my customers for my for um, servicing customers. And not one customer ever said, "Hey, I don't think I trust you because your, your vehicle, because the vehicle came in. There's been times where I pulled up to customers' locations, and it was, like, dirty. Like, it's been, maybe, like, it rained a few weeks or it, it rained for a weekend, and I didn't get a chance to wash it. Like, it was, there was, like, a layer of dirt on the vehicle. And I never had a customer say, hey, you know, your vehicle is just not clean, so I can't let you clean mine. Or they never said, hey, like, I was always expecting someone to come here with a van, not a, a, a wagon, That never occurred. So if you have a small pickup truck, if you have a sedan, if you have a coupe, if you have a whatever vehicle you you have and you think it's not good enough, trust me, regardless if it's a a rust bucket of something, the customers are not going to be like, oh, you know what? I really wanted you to work on my vehicle, but I I, I really need you to come in a Ford Transit or I really need you to come in a Nissan NV200. Like, you know, they're not going to tell you that because- they don't care about that. What do they want? What What is their primary concern? If they hired you, they want what? They want you to solve their problem. And what is that problem? They need their car cleaned or detailed. So, me, I've gone through it all. I started with my personal vehicle. It was like a little not a, not a race car by any means, but you know, it was stanced. It was lowered. It was dropped. It was on wheels. Um, so I, I did have that going for it. And there's been days where I it, that I that the vehicle itself was dirty. It wasn't polished. the The hood was chipping a bit on, on the clear coat. So, like, I never had not one customer say anything negative ever. Same, same thing, same con, same uh, idea with like you needing a water tank or a pressure washer. I also did not carry any of that when I first started. I didn't have a pressure washer. I didn't have a water tank. I didn't have a generator. So if you're thinking like, oh, well, you know, I I, I need this and I need that. I I literally did not have any of that when I started. So if you just want to keep on like justifying some decisions that you want, that you need that van or that, you know, this is why you can't start. It is just excuses that you're making because in this day and age, 2020. Right now, you can go with your personal vehicle, with a rinseless wash, with a polisher, with, like, so many different options that you don't need to go the traditional method to seem professional or to get the results that you think you need, That to get the results that you want with the things that you think you need because there's so many different alternatives now. Like, there's just so many that, the you know, if, if something is holding you back, it's because you're letting it hold you back. There's, you don't need a van. You don't need a sprinter van. You don't need... All these things that you assume you think you need that, you know, that you see other people with because it's just you just don't you just don't. So I know the main topic of this was mobile detailer or shop based, but kind of went a little bit on a tangent because I think it is very important to really let you know that like one, yes, be mobile. But the two, there's so many things that that you think are holding you back that are not again the you don't need a shop. You don't need a van. You don't need anything crazy. You don't need a crazy setup, so you can easily, like right now, you probably have a big list of tools and products and things that you think you need um, to get before you get started. When in reality, by this weekend, by next weekend, you can be servicing customers. That's it. Like you might be saying, "Oh man, well, I, I, I've been needing to do all this other, um, all this other research, and I, I need to acquire all these other things, and I need to work a little bit more at my job to save two more paychecks." And up, no, like. You can start this weekend. Remember, progress over perfection on everything. You don't need to per- you don't need to be perfect, you just need to get started, and you're gonna keep on making progress until you get to where you want to be. Whether that takes one month, six months, or three years, that doesn't matter because we're just going for progress. So hopefully, I didn't go too much on a tangent on that one. I'll end it right here. Hopefully, you took away some information, some nuggets that you could apply to your business. I recommend you start off as being mobile. If you decide to not be mobile and you want to be shop-based, that's fine. There is no pressure. It's your business, your life. You can make those decisions. And remember, if it doesn't work out, if you think it'll be better being mobile, then you just change to being mobile. There is no hard set rule that you choose one thing and you have to go with it for the next three years. So if you're be if you mobile, that's great. If you go shop-based, that's great. If you need to change something up, you can do that because... You're not stuck to one thing. So hopefully that helped. If you want that guide uh, to start your detailing business, it's over ten thousand words. It has a bunch of chapters on pricing and services and all that good information. Uh, Click the link here in the uh, on this page, and you'll be able to download it. But other than that, follow me on Instagram if you want to see some behind the scenes looks, some content. You can check me out on YouTube, and I'll talk to you guys on the next podcast episode. Hopefully you have a great day, and hopefully. You've arrived to your destination right before this podcast ended. Okay, bye-bye.